With your host, Chris and Chris, coming at you on this on this June 6th, 2023. Anything important happen on June 6th in your world, Chris? Not that I know of. Me neither. A day of insignificance. Mm. So that's why this podcast will feel somewhat insignificant. It's kind of a it's kind of a month of insignificance, isn't it? Really, June. June. Yeah. Well, my my brother in law is getting married at the end of June, so it'll be a big time for him. Great. I just went and had my suit. Uh, I took my suit in to get altered, you know, tailored or whatever, because mm-hmm. it's one of these off the rack jobs from Joseph A. Banks. <laughs> and uh, I gotta say, uh, I appreciate the cl- the you know he was like, here's this clearance suit for you to buy. Mm. This, but I hadn't put it on until like I got to the tailor, and it is the cheapest. I was dripping sweat, like in a air conditioned tailor's room. Like it is polyester wool and spandex. I'm going to be fucking melting. I'm going to be melting. Also, the alteration cost as much as the suit. Yeah. So I'm like, what the fuck? Like what? Like what are we doing here? Don't you already have a suit or something from the? I'm in the wedding. I have to get the suit that I, the blueberry fucking. Oh, oh, I right. look like a goddamn blueberry. Oh, cute! I'm gonna be a sweating blueberry. <laughs> <laughs> Sweaty Smurf. <laughs> like the tailor, he's this he's this great like Italian guy. You know, he's like perfect jersey, like like Italian, nice. a real Italian. Luigi. Yeah. Just keeps grabbing. For no reason. No, no, he's not like a fucking guy. He was like a like I once lived in Italy, you know, like he like yeah, uh, he's like an old uh, Italian. Dude. Yeah, but that's but kind of youngish, but well, like I'd be in his probably fifties or sixties. Uh, and he he was like, he's like, uh, you're where's the wedding, you know? And I was like, oh, it's in it's in Long Beach Island in New Jersey. <laughs> he's like, well, you won't be wearing this jacket much. <laughs> He even knows. Yeah. He's like, I'll alter it, but like, you're going to wear it for 15 minutes, dude. Yeah. Just bring him his shoulders, guy. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> Less talking, more. No, he was fantastic. He's got to do it in two weeks because I put it off for so long. Yeah, of course you did. Well, I mean, yeah, I didn't want to. I honestly didn't want to see how bad it didn't fit. I've been like just crazy dieting and exercising every day. And I put those pants on and buttoned them and they fit. I didn't even have to have the pants taken out. And I was like, well done, buddy. Well done, chief. Kudos to you. (laughs) Kudos to me. Mm -hmm. So I'm pretty proud of that. Good. I'm proud of you too. Did I ever tell you the pretty woman story? You want to hear this one? No, I don't think so. No, you don't want to hear it? Or do you want to hear it? No, I do want to hear. It. Do? I don't think you've ever told me. I feel like I'm I'm really chewing up a lot of the top of this show. So if you if you want to jump in, be my guest. I'm just I don't know. Just let's get going let's, off the cuff. No pun intended. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so uh, I was I was in RJ, a fan of the podcast. He probably is going to hear this. I was in his wedding, and uh, <laughs> we he, he was he was one of these. Uh, guys that that does the right thing and it's like here's the suit it's at men's warehouse and he went with me he went to the men's warehouse with me like a good like a good groom you mm-hmm. know like made it easy like we went out to like buffalo wild wings after like it was like it was a real <laughs> pro move you know yeah so we go try on the suit and the guy sizes me and it, the wedding wasn't for like four or five months and uh <laughs> And the guy's like fitting me in it. And, and I was like, well, this is, I was like, I plan on losing like a decent amount of weight. I was like, I'm going to lose weight for this wedding. And the guy was like, yeah, that's what they all say. I'm going to get, we're going to do it to the size you are right now. <laughs> and, and, uh, and I lost like 25 pounds. Damn. I lost a significant amount of weight for this wedding. And, uh, which I shouldn't have because like it was pointless. And I go, <laughs> I, I go to, to try it on to pick it up. And I was like, 
and it was way too fucking big. Of course. And I was like, fuck you. And Hart, was like, that was your pretty woman moment. He just <laughs> thought you were going to stay a fat piece of shit. And you showed him. The guy wasn't even fucking there when I went to pick it up. I was so mad. I was so mad. So then I had to get it like retailored, kind of like they didn't really have any time. So I just had this suit that I was swimming in. Like it was the biggest, it was the biggest <laughs> suit I've ever, I looked like, I felt, I felt like awkward a little bit. But it was yeah, people are probably like, wow, he looks great. Like, look at how much weight he lost. I know, because I was wearing this oversized suit. The yeah. nice thing was is that, like, I was, I was one of the... Uh, RJ's wedding had, a, had a, a groomsman of many different shapes and sizes. Mm. So, like, it, no one was looking at me. He also had 32 groomsmen. Like, it what? Was, no, he had, like, eight. He had, oh, he's got, like, you know... He, he's got a lot of boys. He's got a lot of boys, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, was just, I was just grateful to be one of them. And it was a great wedding. Uh, but man, I, I fucked that guy at Men's Warehouse. Yeah, okay. I was so fucking mad. Uh, <laughs> other people guys were hadn't like got their suits sized, and one dude, I think Ray Known uh, is his name. Uh, he, his vest didn't fit, so he just cut the back out, <laughs> so that it was just like a dicky. Like, it was just <laughs> fake. There was no back in it at all. It just was like a fake fronted. Best. I know. It's a rental. And he just cut the <laughs> shit out of it. It was amazing. It was that kind oh, of wedding. Man. It was a fucking fantastic wedding. Yeah. Good memories. Good memories. All right. I don't have any uh, good wedding stories. Just don't be in another one. Like, if you can. No, I'm done. Uh, I never no, want to go to another wedding. Like, I don't. I, I'm, I don't ever. Like, I don't ever want to go to another wedding. Like, nope. I, I those are reserved for your 20s and 30s. Yeah, and especially weddings in your forties can go fuck themselves. They're uncomfortable. I got a kid now. Like, yeah. I yeah. don't really even want, like. I can't. Yeah. Like, I'm. I can't. I can't like cut a rug the way I want to. Nope. You know. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. I, gotta, I agree. I can't get loose. Uh huh. You know. You just yep. can't, you can't. I used to like. I used to I'm love bored. I'm used to, bored sitting at. I, I used to love a wedding. One, like I, uh, I, last I, year, the year before, or something. What's that? We just. I. My wife and I just went to one. Yeah. Was yeah. Last boring? was it last fall? Hope they're not listening. Jeez. Nah, probably. I mean, the wedding was fine. It was great, all, but I just I'm like bored at a wedding now. Like I don't like you can't. I can't really like drink like crazy. And I'm watching all these younger people who are just fucking getting blitzed. Yeah. And like, oh, I can't. I'm not doing that anymore. And I'm not. I don't really. I, I'll dance a little bit, but it's just. It's right. You're right. It's not the same energy. It's not the same vibe. Yeah. I used to love. I fucking. Loved weddings. Like I loved yeah. talking to old people, small talk, some sneaking out, smoking butts, dancing until I was melting. I think I probably danced like for the entirety of your fucking reception. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and we danced like almost the entirety of your 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 wedding. So I was like, it was, you know, uh, just I, yeah. You hit a fucking anymore. There's a yeah. It's like a suddenly you understand like the people that are just like they they post up. Yeah. And you're like, ah, I'd never be that guy. I just, I like, no. I want to just go hide. Like, yeah. I don't even want to be in the room. Yeah. Really. You know what I like when I, when things, ha when people have like, I wish corn, I was a smoker corn, so I could just go outside and smoke. Cornhole at a wedding. If they have cornhole, if there's an, if there's a game, I will, I will there get. There you go. Yeah. Leanne, Leanne's wedding had a basketball court. I was like, peace. Like, this is great. <laughs> like I, or, or they had, they had the can jam, like that, like Frisbee thing where you can like, it's like horseshoes for Frisbees. Like, oh, it, oh. There's an activity. I'm all about it, but if it's yeah, I can see that. If it's just watching people dance, I just ugh, I can't. Yeah, I feel. I feel like so. My wife and like so one of our really good friends, like the two of them, they really want to just dance all the time, but they but they kind of don't. I think they're realizing that it's just not. They're coming to that same realization that it's just not the same either. Yeah, but like she and I have so like different person like wedding personalities. <laughs> Right, like I like like you're saying, like I just want to go like in a corner. I don't really want to talk to anybody. I'll, I'll go play a game or something and post up, you know, if I could. But so far, none of the weddings we've been to have been like that. And she just wants to sort of like kind of be social and like not sort of, you know, she wants to. She's always more friends with these people anyway than the, right, we, the last right. couple of weddings we've been to. Right. And I'm just like, ah, this isn't so uncomfortable. And I hate wearing suits. I hate wearing suits. And like having to be stuck in a suit too, right? Like if you could just. Oh, I can't. I, it's, uh, yeah. it's, 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 it's not, it's not great. Yeah. Yeah. It's not great. Uh, I don't want to like, I gotta be in this wedding. Yeah. So I gotta like learn shit and like walk Oof. and, eh, you know, Oof. I don't want, I'm, I'm also like the oldest person in this wedding by a good right. 15 Eight. years. 
Right. So I'm going to be the shittiest looking guy out of like, and it's a small party. So like, I don't want to fucking be that. Like I, you know, yeah. I kept yeah. this kid out of my fucking uncle, wedding. My I don't, uncle in the wedding. Why did I even get, yeah. Why did I even get fucking like, I didn't put him in my wedding. Like I, what, like you don't have to return the favor. Yeah, the, the whole, the whole cross. I know you guys are friends and everything. And what you guys have, you know, like actually hang out and stuff, but I, I never got the whole like cross family wedding party stuff. Yeah. I mean, I think you just do it. I didn't do it, but I think he just... No, I, fuck, it, fuck that bullshit. I hate just yeah. doing that stuff just because you're supposed to do it. So Tyler, I think, just doesn't have a lot of close friends. Yeah, that's fine, but and then so, you don't have and, to have, like... he's got to match his wife. So he's got to match his wife. And so... No, you don't. No, yeah, you don't. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's... So it's like that's me... That's bullshit. And this guy... Like, two, literally two guys I've never met. And he's too busy to have a, a bachelor party. So I'm just going to, like... Like, there's none of the, like, camaraderie thing, you know? Yeah. Like, RJ's wedding... Back to that, like he his bachelor party was like insane. It was just like forty eight hour debaucherous poker game. Like it was just a nonstop poker game. Yeah. And so, like, I got to know some of these guys, you know. Right. And then by the wedding, it's like, oh, great, you know, it's like fun, you know, you're breaking balls. Well, yeah. Actually, and now like, you know the guys. And stuff yeah, too. it's happened to a couple of weddings I've been to, but like, I don't think. What am I? I you know, one guy's like one guy's a cop. <laughs> it's like a cop, and so I'm like. <laughs> other dude and i think like the cop's wife <laughs> seriously <laughs> all right sure yeah yeah whatever yeah and that's uh, deep with it get over with and um hopefully that's the last of them but it's like this whole thing you know like uh, it's like this this whole family and the anyway i got a suit it's done my guy in westfield he's gonna take care of it i'm gonna look like a Sweaty blueberry for a day. What are you gonna yeah. do? You'll do. You'll you'll manage. You'll be. Right. He was funny though. I brought in the shoes that I thought I was gonna wear for the wedding, mm. and he was like, "You can't wear these shoes." And I was like, "You know <laughs> what? You're right. <laughs> these are not appropriate." Damn. Wait, I know he wasn't wrong. You know. That's the other fucking thing. I fucking hate shoes, dress shoes, and they're not comfortable. You can't dance in them. I can't. These are the ones that I have to buy. Are like I now I have to buy shoes. Cause like he's he's this, he was right. Like I was gonna wear these like fry boots that I like, <laughs> and he was like, "Bro, yeah, you can't do this. Take it from an Italian. Yeah, you yeah. fucking show up in those. You're gonna look like a fucking tree stump. Yeah, unless they're like Salvatore Ferragamo's or something. You're yeah, not yeah, 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 yeah. So <laughs> I uh, I I appreciate I appreciated his input, and then I'm just gonna buy the floor shimes as directed by my brother-in-law. There you go. Yeah, what are you gonna do? You know. What are you gonna do? I, I, my wife finally has. I think she's sort of just relented on my uh, shoe choices for like suits and weddings at this point. Yeah. Where she's just like, I just don't give a fuck. Like, because I'm, I'm like, I'm not wearing these stupid ass fucking dress shoes. Yeah, that's what I was trying to do, Chris. I was trying to be that guy, but it, yeah. as it turns out, I can't. But I've, I've, there's been a few. I found like a kind of happy medium between. They're all right. I should look them up. I'll send them to you, maybe. Yeah, sure. do. Yeah. Do that. Yeah, because I've got these are these are like you know like I I had like what I thought would would work and I I guess I've I haven't worn them in an actual wedding so actually you know what you should do go um I know you don't like them I think I, I think we've talked about them before but uh, the Cole Haan ones oh fuck those shoes I know but they're fucking they're super no fucking you, way you f- fuck you so are Crocs I will not wear those white bottomed fucking no, no, Garbage. no, they're not, they're not all white bond. Fuck them. I'm not, you and know, you I'm just going to say, like, you could find them at stuff like, like Nordstrom Rack, where they're super cheap, so you can just sort of wear them for a night and never have to, like, you know, they're just kind of hide them in your These closet. These floor shime shoes are 89 bucks. Could I wear the floor shimes? <laughs> or I'm going to, yeah, floor shime. It's like, I don't, Jeez. it's like a grandpa brand. Yeah, I know them. I, yeah. Yeah, that's the, that's the shoe that. The Those are, that's fun. They used to be like 50 bucks or something. Well, they're 89 now. That's fucking crazy, man. I don't know. What am I gonna do? Just get some black echoes or something. They're super comfortable. They're black, and you can't see them. Uh, what am I gonna do? <laughs> I'm not wearing your Cole Hans. That's for goddamn sure. <laughs> oh, I got a pair. I got a pair of like the uh, the blue ones too. That probably look good with your suit. Blue? Yeah, they're not. They're not Cole Hans. I don't think. Um, the color blue. Comfortable, actually, though. The color blue. Yeah. Well, but they have like the sort of like the sort of like the um you know like some of the wingtip shoes has like sort of that um 
like a uh, like patterny kind of texture yeah, yeah, to them. Yeah. yeah. They look like that, but they're not leather. They're they're fabric, but they're they're kind of nice. Hmm. I have a pair of blue suede shoes. I never wear them. I should break them out this summer. Hey, you should just wear those, dude. I can't. I got to wear brown. It's a whole thing. Jesus. I, I know. I've, I, dude, it's like... Give like, me can you just... Why can't you just... You know, what, yeah, why does everybody have to dress exactly the same? Well, that, you know, when I got married, I was like, wear a black... I'm going to wear a tuxedo. Obviously, you don't have to. Wear a black right. suit. And even... I was like, wear a black suit. Like, that's it. Yeah. And everyone was like, great. I either own one yeah. or I should have one because I'll definitely be going to a funeral soon. Exactly. And it was chill. And I, like, my one homie who, like, isn't a suit guy, I was like, here is a J. Crew, like, it was like the J. Crew outlet store. I was like, here's yeah. the suit. Like, here's the suit. You don't even have to get it tailored. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I bought everybody their tie. I bought everybody their shirts. I bought everybody their socks. All you had to do was wear a fucking black suit and it didn't have to match. And it was fine. Mm-hmm. Didn't fucking matter. Exactly. Yeah. Instead, I got to dress my like buddy- a goddamn fucking blue jay and it's sweating <laughs> my balls off on the fucking ocean. It's like, fucking, what are you doing? What are you doing? Like, why do we, like, what, what the fuck? You have a beach wedding. Put oh, everybody my God. In fucking Is it on the Gaya beach? Barras or whatever. Like, put everybody in something fucking like a linen suit with yeah. the, you know, Seriously. just fucking let's chill out. Right. Fucking Ugh. goddamn Joseph A. Banks fucking. Joseph. Dick sucking suit, fucking. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not excited about it. No, you shouldn't be, man. You shouldn't be. I would like it. Like if I could wear, if I could find a shoe that I didn't have to wear a sock, I think that would help. Mm. You know, if I yeah, could, like, you know, yeah, you know like the I mean? little loafers, like a loafer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be cool. You'd be look super stylish then too. No socks. That's totally. Cool. That's kind of what. I, that's where I want to go with it. All right. I might, that's right. I'm going to talk to my wife. She'll talk, talk me out of it. Yeah. yeah. So oh, anyway, I a nice, comfortable loafer, too, actually. That, yeah, that like a part. nice fucking lo- like a nice, yeah. soft Italian Yeah, like cushiony heels and stuff on yes, them now. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Nice, is it, you know, buttery brown but, leather? A buttery brown leather, yeah. Okay. That's what I'm looking for. Oh, yeah, that's... Like I'm going to find it. I'm going to find it, and I'm going to wear it, and this guy can go fuck himself with his yeah. four shimes. Yeah. Okay, we're we're working. We're working. This has been this has been therapeutic for me, Chris. I appreciate it. No, man. Of course, I, I this is I hate I hate all the sort of rules and restrictions everyone always places on on weddings. Like it always has to be this. Like everybody always has to have the exact same fucking wedding, the same sort of details and coordinations and all these things. And it's I like know, you have to invite like, all these people you don't fucking know. It's, like it's, all this bullshit. And people like there's all this like obligation. I, exactly. Uh, I it's it's so funny though because like this wedding is clearly. Like she's it's first daughter wedding. Her mm-hmm. father is a Jersey guy, Bergen County. Yeah, like it is extravagant. I think this wedding will probably cost five times what my wedding cost. <laughs> oh no, easily, no doubt. You know, like we we went as low budge as you pot. We called it. Yeah. I called in every production favor I've ever yeah. had. Yeah, and you uh, should. Why not? You know. Yeah, I mean, why be in, why be in that? But like, but but uh. They're like they wanted no advice from me, which is kind of great because I've been, I've like done so many people's weddings. At this point, they like mm-hmm. had me look over the band writer, and that was like it, and then helped them move. Like that, that's 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 my contribution. My wife, to this day, still calls me a fucking groomzilla. Oh, really? Because I was so adamant about the stuff that I didn't want to fucking have to have to be obligated to do. Yeah. You know, and I was like, no, no, we're not doing this. No, we're not doing that. Just because everyone else is, you know, you're supposed to do this. This is what you do at a wedding. I'm like, no, no, I'm not doing any of that fucking bullshit. Yeah. Like, I didn't even want to wear a fucking little uh, fucking uh, flower on my lapel and some bullshit. You know, yeah. I was like, and my wife, and, and I even yeah, pushed back right. like against her and her father because her father was like, oh, I'm fighting all these fucking people. And I was like, no, you're fucking not. I don't know any of these motherfucker people and barely even knows any of them. We haven't seen them in 20 fucking years. My, 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 my parents, my mom actually even tried to invite some, you know, like some of their grown up friends from back home that I used to know as a kid. I was like, I don't know any of these fucking people. Yeah. You I mean, I think all these people, we have I, a limit actually. Yeah. I, I, I don't know like how that all plays out. My, I have like just the nicest in-laws like they, like in that regard, like they didn't expect it. Like, I feel like it's good to give people like, some friends to hang out with, you know? Sure. There was though, there was told there was, there was more than enough, but he was like, Oh, well I, we got invited to all their weddings. So I'm inviting to ours. And we were like, no, you're not, you're not doing that. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. It's like, it's all, it's always, it's our wedding, but everybody always wants to have fucking control over it. Right. You know, well, like, I don't want that's that, why I don't, I don't care if you want to pay for it. Great. But that doesn't give you the obligation. Oh, it does though. It no, does. It that is, that is a hundred percent untrue statement. That's why I wouldn't allow my father-in-law to pay for like the band to pay for like yep. he, he, cause I knew the input and the input was bad. They were trying to get us to use this like friend of theirs. that's like a jazz saxophone player. I was like, absolutely not. Like I, you, you, <laughs> <laughs> what like what do you want like this is what you're gonna pay for nothing like you can yeah. like then you can have no influence and then yeah. i will just do it you they they helped with the what the venue mm-hmm. great great that's it it's a yep. wrap yep it's a wrap mind your own fucking business yep mind your own fucking business and they're cool like that like but once they like i knew if they like if they had some like they can't you know people can't help themselves no, I know. I totally. And that's why I put my foot down a lot of times. And I was ar- arguing with my wife a lot about it because she was stuck Groom's in a bad place with her. You know, her father paid for the, almost, I think the whole damn thing. Uh, and you know, they've been, he's been waiting, you know, 30 years to do that or whatever. So I was like, yeah. you know, it's fine. But I was like, we're going to do like, if I'm having a wedding, like I want to, it's, it's going to be partially my way. Like I'm invested in this. Good for you. Yeah. I'm like, fuck this. I'm not getting railroaded here. I was like, I want to be able to enjoy my own wedding. Yeah. And I've been to enough of them where I, I can see all that bullshit and everybody else has their own fucking opinions and how, what you're supposed to do and how you're supposed to do things. And we're like, even, Anne, my wife was like, you know, half the time she was like, she didn't want, she didn't want to go down those routes either. But like someone needed to put their foot down and make a stand for the both of us. And she wasn't going to be able to do it. So I did it. You're funny, man. You're so mean to your father-in-law. It's incredible. I'm not mean to him. I just stand up to him. Nobody else stands up to him. I know. I think that's brave. I, yeah, fuck him. Like I, you know, he's not, he's not in charge. He's not fucking. I love grinding gears about our in-laws. This should just be another, this should just be a show. <laughs> this is the show. It's been the, it's been a month. Like it's like hate your in-law month. We were, we're like, we're in week three or week four. <laughs> I was just shit talking our in-laws, but I could go off for another show. I will actually next week tune in about my father-in-law deciding on out of nowhere that i have to immediately get the corvette out of his garage oh we've talked about this. no no but like where it's gone like it is update oh there's updates it's 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 fantastic it it is the gift that keeps on giving well i can't i I can't wait already for next week no good deed goes undone Mm. and i i I guess my father father father-in-law's interpretation of that is no good deed goes unpunished because I'm getting punished uh, <laughs> all the time. Anyway. Uh, uh, yeah, anyway. I had a question for you. This is a, a little group gear grinding, and then we can get into sports, because I, I do have a couple things I want to talk about in sports. But uh, I, uh, what are your, you know what I've noticed, like, as I get, uh, this, and this actually is something that bothers my father-in-law, too, and it bothers the shit out of me, like, and he sort of pointed it out. But, like, this there are so many signs like how many there's just an overabundance of signs like i think there are so many signs everywhere i look is signs it's like the tesla song that was probably someone else's song like do you do signs bother you chris like do you notice like how many signs you don't look at like you that mean nothing to you (laughs) Uh, I have no idea what you're fucking talking. You mean like road signs? Any like kind of sign, billboards, like yard signs, like lost dog signs, like do not enter signs. Like there are just t- too many signs, signs on sidewalks telling you what the price of their coffee is or like a <laughs> quote of the day. Like I just, I am so fucking, I want there to be 50% less signs. I think it would be fine. Like, I don't even think we need signs on highways anymore, except for, like, the one person whose phone dies. Like, I think we could just, I think we could, all, we could pull it back. Like, I, like I, I notice in my town, everyone has a sign of whoever did their landscaping in their yard. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why would you do that? Because you get like ten percent off or twenty percent off or something. It's so gross. They're fucking everywhere. And now there's like signs for like, congratulations, seniors. Yeah, those those bother me. I'm like, fucking get the fuck out of here. That's a very East Coast thing. I've never even seen it before. They're everywhere. 
everywhere. And like, there's just like Jersey. So, Jersey is rampant with them. It's crazy. I didn't even know it was a thing. And like, drive me fucking crazy. Like everywhere I look, and there's mm-hmm. like the signs that are like. And it's not even like high school graduation. It's like oh, graduation from middle school. Yeah, from middle school. Sc- like, middle school. But it's also something that didn't happen when I was a kid. Yeah, totally. You know, when I got my first graduation was high school. I didn't have a kindergarten, preschool, seventh grade, whatever the fuck. No, yeah, know. exactly. Yeah, you, you don't, you don't, don't fucking want. graduate from any of those things. No, you, you move on. Yeah, you move high on. School, high school graduation isn't graduation. It's, it's the K through 12 graduation. Like yeah. you've graduated school. Yeah, you're done. You got, yeah. you did the work and here's yeah. your thing. Yeah. Now you don't have to go to college if you don't want to. That's why you get to graduate. Yeah. Yeah, but it or can't, if you want to go to college, great. Then you can graduate again. They should, but eighth grade, can you quit school and after eighth grade? I, don't, I mean, you can quit school whenever the fuck you want to. I think you have to be at eighth grade, maybe. What do you mean? I think I think you have to be a certain grade before you can quit school. I think you can quit school after like second grade. Yeah, people like drop out all the time at all levels. In second grade? Sure. Really? I don't know. I mean, they're like, well, at that point, you usually don't have a choice because your parents are telling you you have to go to school. I think you, you kind of get to a teenager, you kind of start rebelling or doing whatever you fucking want to do. Man, drop you get out. into trouble or whatever you know happens in life in the road, get and then it, and then it becomes yeah. Iron but Man. there might be kids like in the in like in like rural parts where they're like they got to go to work on the farm or something maybe so they they can't go to school anymore. That happened to my grandpa. Yeah, well, that probably it was probably an older thing too, where like you know back in elementary school. Uh, you probably you know didn't you probably stopped going to school at some point. Well, my grandpa, my grandpa and his brother. This is so sad. They shared a bike to get to school, and uh, one day they they yeah they said so they'd ride it like like a dual bike right to school. They live super rural, and uh, one day they were riding down a hill and they hit a cow, <laughs> and they <laughs> fucked up their bike and they had to quit school. That was it. Where, that was the where was the story from last week when we were talking about uh... was the end of high school for them when they hit the cow? <laughs> Isn't that sad? Yeah. Then they that's... said. Then they just had to join the military. Yeah. See, that's the other thing too. Yeah, a lot of kids probably dropped out and joined the military and stuff. Yeah. So then he like sixteen. He's in the military, mm-hmm. and that was just sort of how it went. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Who knows what could have happened? He died and ended up great though. He had a good. He had a good run. It lived into his nineties. Great. Made a lot of money. happy story. It's made a lot s- of money. No, it's not sad, but it is crazy to think of like I'm two generations away from a guy that couldn't go to high school because he hit a cow with his bike. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Wait, so where are we going with this? I don't know. Signs. Oh, Fucking, sorry. I don't like them. Yeah. And, and now you should not like them. I think you should yeah. just take down signs. I had this landlord once, Jose. He was fucking fantastic. And one day in front of our house in Williamsburg, there, uh, there was like a no parking between blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah sign just showed up. And, and, and Jose was a mechanic, so he always had fucking cars coming in and out or whatever. Uh, and they just, someone, I think because this new building had popped up and someone was like, I want there to not be as many cars on it. Uh, so there was just a sign one day and I was like, what the fuck? Like, this is going to eat up like five parking spots, like just arbitrary no parking. And, uh, and it fucking pissed me off, and I would just bitch to Jose about it for weeks. <laughs> and one day, like, and I, one day the sign was just gone, and I was like, "Fuck yeah!" I saw Jose, and I was like, "Jose, can you believe they fucking took that sign down, man? That's somebody must have been pissed off." And Jose goes, "Chris, come here." He <laughs> <laughs> takes me to his shop, and he motherfucker just taking it down himself. Yeah, he's just like, "That's the end of that law." Yeah, that rule's over. Yeah. That's how I want to be. I want to be the sign guy. I want to just take down signs. So there's a, there's a fine line here, Chris. And I'll tell you why. Why is that, Chris? So my mom's uh, boyfriend, yeah, John. Nice guy. Mm, but is he? when we used to go visit him in Seattle, yeah, and we would go for like walks around the neighborhood or whatever and stuff, and he would go and start ripping off all the signs. I love like, it. Off, of, off the, the, the street posts and stuff. Oh, like the like the ads and stuff. Yeah, like the ads oh, or the they, missing dogs or something. That doesn't bother me as much. Like yard sales and stuff. Like I don't care about that. I'm yeah, not, but that's what I'm saying. There's a fine line because all of a sudden you start going down the slippery slope, and you're and now you're starting to take off these signs. Like that's not your job. It's not your business to 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 police these these flyers and stuff that that are on on like lampposts and street signs and stuff. But I'm looking like, out. I'm looking out the window right now, and I see a like I'm across from a pizza place, and they've got like a flag sign that says well, that pizza. Place is like weird the, as like fuck. that's like it, you need this of 
what like a sign that says have a proper pizza. sign to tell you who what the name of the book the business the pizza place is they've got like 32 signs and then yeah. next across from that is a do not enter sign on a parking lot that literally no one has ever gone in and it has very <laughs> obvious arrows pointing the other direction and if you and most of the people i see going into that actually enter that way like why did i'm looking at two signs right now that are completely <laughs> unnecessary makes no sense and the sign says you got to have a membership card to get inside. Blocking up my scenery. Taking I, I my agree, time. I agree with you that there's too many signs around. Too many signs. And too many people that sign language. Although I would, I, would, uh, I would almost argue maybe there's not enough signs on the highways anymore because people aren't paying attention enough, I don't think, because they're, they're paying attention to their those phone signs, too much. So, those signs, are, I mean, where I live, it's, those signs are just more confusing than anything. Well, Jersey's the fucking whole, the whole fucking state is confusing as shit, it's especially crazy. with their road systems and the signs and the whole thing. I, that, that one frightens and confuses me. Yeah, to no it's end. terrifying. I don't ever, like, I only drive, like, basically one way... Same. And the same highways, same. because I because I know it, and yeah. that's and I don't same. have to like worry about trying to like the wrong turn. Out yeah, same. Yeah, I've yeah. got one way to get to the city. Yep. And if, I don't care if it says like red and the other one's green. I'm like I'm yep. going the red way. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. I'm, I'm leaning in. I don't mm-hmm. care. It's red for a reason. That's because lots of people are on it because it's the smart way to go. <laughs> <laughs> totally. I yeah. The other signs, I just don't. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I guess I don't pay enough attention to them to, to let them bother me. Ah, well, now you can. I'll uh, try, but I don't know. I'm gonna, uh, dude. I'm gonna, uh, like, I'm, I'm on a, a sandwich I, board signs in our neighborhood. Oh, I fucking hate them. I hate. They do nothing but get in the fucking they way. Get, they do get in the way. They do. They're get just in like way. no one's ever been like. Oh, I guess I should go to this dry cleaner because <laughs> they put out a sandwich board, and <laughs> they've got a good deal going on today. Is that your Jim Gaffigan? <laughs> I don't know what Jim Gaffigan sounds like. He does like this weird sort of like voice just like that, where it's like, really? it's not his own ego, but it's kind of like <laughs> during a stand up sort of as like, a, as like someone talking about Jim Gaffigan. Oh, that's good. Yeah. It's pretty good. actually. I like Jim Gaffigan. He seems like a good guy. Yeah. Harmless. Kind of funny. I don't know if I've ever watched a stand up before. I think. No, he's had a few decent ones. For some reason, my wife and I have watched a few of them. Nah. We enjoyed them, but not like they're not like amazing. But they're he makes fun of himself a lot and fat jokes and stuff. So I guess we're kind of like he's kind of like he's kind of harmless, you know, like his jokes. Milk toast. If you yeah, will. yeah, but in a good way in this day and age, I think, right? Yeah, no Sebastian yeah. Manifalco. Yeah, right? yeah, or he's no uh, what's the balding redhead guy who's a pervert? <laughs> Louis C.K. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, uh, he's. Yeah, I think we all learned that we could live without him. Mm-hmm, totally. <laughs> yeah. It all, it yeah, all worked I forgot out. about him for the it last It all three. worked out. Yeah, it all worked out. We can live without anyone. We can live without Prince. Like, we can live without anyone. Uh, yeah. I don't know about that. Music's a little different because you listen to it on a daily basis. Like, c- comedians, you don't sort of... You know, some people do, but I think for, in, in, for the majority of, of people or, or, or time or whatever, you're not, you're not like always listening to like joke you know jokes or stand up right joke. right i've mean, listened to a lot of stand up but like i i uh like eddie murphy is a good example uh he was a, probably the biggest movie star of all time for Ugh. a while biggest and, star of, yeah. i mean oh, and then yeah. he was just like, wasn't and people were like my i figured it out yeah I well know. he kind of stopped being funny i don't need him that much i, I don't need norbit you know yeah like i but that's the thing i think with comedians is like you need to constantly be funny and entertaining to like sort of stay in that in that social consciousness yeah or don't rape well th- that you know helps too of course yeah. um but like music music is always there it's always sort of in front of you or on your phone or like it's you know it's like it's it's forever easily accessible yeah whereas like maybe you'll pull up a, you'll pull up a bit from saban and mana falco and like that says, he says one funny thing. That's like, you know, 30 seconds and that's fine. You know, like whatever, you know, but so it's like, it's, but you're not listening to whole stand up. Like, you know, you don't wake up in the morning and put, you know, Louis CK stand up routine on. You don't know me, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, like I've listened to, I've tried to listen to some like old red Fox comedy things. And I'm like, all right, this is kind of funny, but I'm like, I don't really need to listen to it again. Uh, you know what I mean, I don't know. I could, I, I go back to old Burr stuff. 
Yeah, it's old, back to some old of the old, good. old Mulaney stuff. Right, 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 right. You go back to it, but you won't like. It's I've not watched. Like, I probably, I probably have Raw memorized. To be honest with you, mm, which yeah, immediately makes me too. me too. Yeah, but I do. Uh, well, we've got, we've got we've gone uh, we've gone really off the rails, and I, I'm not I'm not giving up on this this anti signs thing. Like I really like even like people that advertise on their trucks drive me crazy. Like I'm so like it's I got to figure out a way to like either attack like, it or landscaping it. you mean or something or is like, it like yeah i'm looking at cnm refrigeration and air conditioning and hub truck right in front of it. like you shouldn't get to advertise on your vehicles anymore i'm out on it huh that's an interesting hill yeah probably not worth it uh yeah, that seems kind of i mean like i think you're right i think there, but i think 50 percent less signs i want 50 percent less signs okay i don't think that's unreasonable probably thank you do you want to talk about sports a little bit sure okay can we start with the WNBA? Oh yeah, let's, yeah. Of uh, course. So I, you know, I've I've been watching uh, some WNBA games on tape delay. I've got like this. I I still have I have like an old uh, Fubo account that I need to like cancel. Mm. Uh, but the nice thing is, is, like they just let you watch. Like they let you watch. Like they keep WNBA games like recorded for you for I think like seven days. So you can like I can always. If I want to like exercise or whatever, I can always just plop on a WNBA game. Okay, uh, it's pretty nice, you know. Uh, yeah. And they're quick; they're two hours. For some reason, they move much faster than than NBA games. Uh, but I've been watching mostly mostly the. Well, oh, they're sh- shorter, right? The periods are shorter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, <laughs> I was watching the Liberty in the Sky the other day, and the Sky <laughs> almost didn't have points in the first quarter. Yeah, I was like this isn't great. Uh, so that, that, that's the game I wanted to talk about a little bit because I watched that game too on Sunday. You did okay. So I the, the Liberty are so much better, mm-hmm. and and they lost. They mm-hmm. they blew like a twenty nine point lead or something. Yeah. Uh, and I think I know the problem. I think sure. I know why they're not winning. Okay. I think it's Sandy Brondello. Yeah, she's not good a coach. Yeah, her her lineups were were bizarre and didn't make and when she have a good lineup she would like she wouldn't leave it in and long enough like she, i don't know what the fuck she's doing i i don't i really i don't know if they can get over the hump with her as a coach they don't seem to be responding to her that well uh yeah she like she's she pulls players when they do like pretty like benign things like she's a little too much of a hard ass i don't know i, I i'm i'm worried I'm wor- I'm worried about about her leadership. What what's your what's your thoughts? Yeah, I think I mean I think uh I think I spoke about uh earlier uh a month or so ago when the season just started and we kind of did a little quick NBA preview. Uh I think we also talked about it last season I think too maybe a little bit. And I and I mean that in passing is like a sentence or two about her uh and I had questions about her abilities um to sort of be the coach of these teams. Um I think she's she's kind of relying on or or teams are re- relying on her name recognition as a hire. Yeah. After she you know she won the championship with the uh, with the Phoenix Mercury like years ago, but they had like that was like one of the like first like WNBA super teams. Um, and like Tarasi was in her prime, you know. And I, yeah. So I think um, I, I think her reputation is one that she can sort of coach these style of teams. But I think it's more the talent that usually has won than her ability as a coach. I just don't. Yeah, I, 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 I want, I want her to be good. But I'm like, I'm just watching body language. Yeah, and watching like how she seems to. I don't know. She just doesn't. Yeah, rotations. Her, her, even her offensive sets. Like I, I just, I've never always been impressed with her. I don't like her when you really start watching her and and that kind of stuff. Like it's not. She's not. She's not impressive as a coach to me. I'm also so out on. On Stephanie Dolson, like I'm, I'm sorry. I I know she was like an all star and like has been like successful in the in the WNBA, but I she looked she looks terrible. Well, I think that's part of the problem too. Now is that they have too many players on this team and yeah. they, they can't give everybody enough minutes. Um, I also think like it's so like, you know, especially with Marianne Johannes back now, and, know, it's, and now and, it's like and, um, and Johannes is playing like like she in in like the twenty minutes she played. She out, in my opinion, outplayed Vandersloot in the same position, and yeah, and I and, and UNESCO too. I think. I think so too. I mean, I, I, 
Ionescu had a terrible game, but I, and and it's like, why are we like Johannes is clearly, I I think playing just a better game, but like mm-hmm. the the rotations, they, she was always putting him on like a second team, like I didn't, I I just feel like. Like Stewie's gonna be great no matter what. Like the the, the talent's there. Like what yeah. are these fucking lineups like? How, and and how do you not build a lineup that like can can hold a fucking like twenty point halftime lead? Because they, they play terrible. Be hard. They, play, they do play terrible defense. Like I've watched them. In, I've watched them a few games. I watched them against Seattle a little bit. I watched them. I watched the Chicago one. I've watched one or two other games with the Liberty too. Because they're, they're I have the Yes Network right. So they're and they're always on then. So um, it, they, yeah, they don't play great defense. I'm just like they have a troubles. They struggle there. I don't, and I don't know if it's the system or the style or all those players. Like John Quell and Stewie are good defensive players. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the rest of them, I don't, I, you know, like there's a lot of questions there, I think potentially. I, um, I don't know. I'm like, I'm really like, they, they honestly, they should probably trade. There's, there's two or three players at the very least that they should probably get off that team because they deserve to be playing and starting somewhere else. Who would you care? I, I mean, like Dolson is one of them. Like I, I forgot Dolson's, she was on that team because she's like she's a backup now. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, uh, Benaje Laney, I th- is. I mean, she was like an all star two years ago. She was incredible. She was like the best player on the team. The uh, the and now she's sort of like she's like maybe she's in the she was in the starting lineup. I don't know if she will be going forward now because Johannes is back. And like, but she deserves so much more. She deserves to be a focal point on the team. Like it's it. There's I think there's too much talent on this team, uh, and and they and but I, I will say like the one thing that it's still early. They've only played you know what six games at the yeah, most yeah, here yeah. now. Yeah, so, they're not they're not like in trouble. They're four. They'll and figure two. it out to some degree, but but, there's, but I don't think they're I don't like they're not going to win with with the with this kind of coaching. Like they're, they're like. I think well, so that's that's what I'm saying. It's like they'll they'll start figuring out either the rotations or or each player sort of. Uh, abilities and responsibilities within their whatever system they're playing, like Ionescu and, and Laney and 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 all those players will kind of start finding their grooves and 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 how to sort of you know play to their best at, in these situations and with the minutes that they're giving. I, I think they'll figure it out by the end of the season and I they'll be that, really tough. I think, I think the Aces think are gonna, be a lot better. I think the Aces are going to go undefeated. They I, might. I really they, do. I mean, unless Connecticut can step in there, like or I, I mean. If Aces have to go to New York, you know, sometime after July, and and if and if the libs are much improved, then they're going to give them some trouble. But until you know, but I, I'm not guaranteeing that either, of course. Um, but you're right; you're totally right. They're not. They're not. A, they're not a good team right now. No. Like they lost to Chicago because Chicago is a pretty well established uh, team and coach, who I don't think have too many Avery new pieces. Is yeah, it, Avery is, John. Is Avery a good coach? <laughs> so I think that's the, and that's the, I think well, I was going to talk about this too. Now is that teams like that who are who are well coached and 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 sort of have been playing together for at least a couple of years and they still have that connectivity and they haven't shake, shaken up their whole roster are really going to get the, the Liberty trouble and you know and at least the first that's half. That's why season. Can, Connecticut too, right? Well, Connecticut yeah, lost Connecticut, players, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, Connecticut's a good team. They, I mean, they basically just lost John Quell Jones. Yeah. Right, and and they have a new coach, which I'm surprised. Like Stephanie White, you know, she was a coach a long time ago. Whatever happened, she, I think she's been out of the league or or assistant for a while. But she came in and like they haven't missed a beat, and that's that's impressive to me. I know. I just and that's what something the the Liberty probably should have. More teams do, you know, a lot of teams do this. Like fucking Frank Vogel just got hired as the head coach of, of the absurd. Phoenix Sun for absurd. crying out loud. Absurd. Like was he a step up over Monty Williams? I don't think so. No but he, because way. he won a championship, Monty's a better coach. It's a it's it, it has nothing to do with that. It's just that like. They're like clearly Monty's like these guys won't listen to me. Like they've just stopped listening, and 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 I think Chris Paul wants to be like I'm the coach now. Mm. So let's and get Kevin the, Durant to some degree too, I think. Yeah, and Vogel's like Vogel's a guy that can Monty get have a, are supposed to have a really good long-standing relationship. I think Monty wants to coach. I think yeah. I, yeah. I think Vogel is like obviously is fine to just let players do whatever they want to do. Like that's how he yeah, wants it. You're right. And I guess that could work as long as he gets them to play like really great defense. Yeah. Or th- they fucking then let them do whatever they want to do. on Trade Deandre Ayton for somebody who's good. Sure. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, but so, but that's, that's my point is going back to the WNBA and Sandy Brondello is that she's sort of, I, I she, yeah, I, I think, I think they hired her because she like came off a pretty, 
successful campaign with the Mercury. And they were like, oh, well, she's got to be a great coach. And I, and I feel like people do just sort of make that mistakes all the time because they don't sort of, yeah. um, I've noticed it in soccer a lot over in Europe is that they, you know, they always hire like the big name brand coach and they're actually not that great. But talent and talent wins everything, right? It's talent is the ultimate factor, I think. And, and coaches get too much credit for it these days. I, yeah, I agree with that. But also like the, now you have a stacked team and you need to know how to like, manipulate rotate rotations mm-hmm. i didn't i honestly couldn't figure out the rotations at all for a while i was like they were they were so schizophrenic and they're just yeah. they like it, it seemed like she was just like making it up as she went along i don't know the response is weird yeah i i think you could run some of those those players longer than she is i think i well, i think that's a, i think that was kind of my point is that i think some sacrifices have to be made for some of those players minutes yeah sort of be reduced Right. And, and as if you're not a starter, then you might not really be playing a lot. Cause I think they need that as, as the starters, I think they need to be playing a lot more together to sort of, you know, kind of create that chemistry and that teamsmanship and stuff. And, There's and, no way and, that like three, like having a three guard rotation with those three amazing players should yeah. be fucking iffy at all. It should be like, holy shit, Steph Curry comes out and Steph Curry comes back in. Like that, like, you know, like it should just, like it should be fluid. It should be like easy. And it's not, it's like, so trying and so weird. Like they just aren't getting a, it's uh, there's a, a, a incredibly long season ahead. I just yeah. hated what I saw. I yeah. hated what I saw. I agree. I listen, there's a whole other discussion here too, about the WNBA and, and how they evaluate talent and in, in the draft. Mm-hmm. Like there's been, I don't know if you've sort of even noticed this or followed this, but uh, over the last, I don't know. Um, at least three years, probably, and it's probably up to like six, and, and probably it probably goes back strong, uh, longer than that. But the players that get drafted in like the top five, and I know there's only twelve teams in the league, right? So this is kind of skewed in the sense of like who, like how much talent and who really deserves to get drafted high. But there's a lot of players who get drafted high, and I'll say at least top five or six that have gotten cut. Yeah, I know. We talked. Right? I think we talked about this a little bit. Yeah, and and it's and it's I, I feel like there's a huge sort of talent evaluation um, problem about like well she was really good in college so she obviously has to be a, a top draft pick and or they're, or they're like well there's just not enough numbers and, and I feel like some of it is maybe based on because there's salary issues and they they can't keep that player on that high salary and the, but it, I feel it just feels like they keep making mistakes after mistakes and and I don't know if it's scouting or if they don't have the resources. Or players, you know, just sort of look good in college and they're just not translating. And it's, it's an issue. Like, and honestly, you know, Sabrina Ionescu was, or Ionescu was, was deemed a Canis prospect. And nice. honestly, you know, like, is she, is she even a sixth, you know, person I know. on the team? She's, well, she's a starter, but she should She is, be. but is she really? Should she be? I I, like, especially on this team? No, I know. I've, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm with at, you. I'm with you, but she's a first round pick, you know? Yeah. Well, she's the first overall pick. Yeah. But yeah, sorry. First overall pick. I, uh, but that, I think that's part of the problem too, is like, we, they're either, they're either not giving players, this is, maybe this is going to sound stupid, but they're really not play, giving players enough chance to, to sort of perform or, or they're just assuming that these players are supposed to be good and they're just sort of letting them be. And, and I, or, or it's the media who's just not following closely enough and they just keep deeming these players great. And they're actually not, maybe that's what it is. Yeah, I'll have to pay attention a little more closely before I can make like any real judgment. Like I yeah, said, like, there's players, there's players who get drafted or undrafted even now who are really good, and it's so there there is a whole. Well, there's a problem with like there's just not enough teams. That's a that's an issue, and uh, like there's no G League, you know, there's yeah. no way, or there's just not enough time to scout these players because you know as soon as they as soon as their season's over in college, they get drafted, and it's like, all right, the, the, the even Charlie Charlie Collier, who was the first overall pick, I think, with the Dallas like a year ago. Was it just a year ago or was it two years ago now? Like, eh, she's, she's, she's okay. Yeah. But she's not great. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, that's kind of worrying to me a little bit too, is that it's just, you know, the, the talent is, is fine. It's just not what everyone kind of assumes these players maybe should be. And and I don't know if that's fair or unfair to but them. But also like, it, like there's, lots, it's, it's, there's, this, there's systems, right? So like, you're d- just because you played at UConn and you won a championship doesn't mean you're going to be good. Like, right. You know, like, exactly. or now it's, you know, now it's like, it's expanded a little bit more. And so you've got like South Carolina and you've got other things, but like, who's to say like the best player on Rutgers or whatever, isn't the best player in the draft just because they didn't have success. Exactly. Or they played in a harder league. There's just not enough of a visual for like women's basketball 
to be able to like really evaluate talent. Yeah, you know, and there's like there's no combine for them. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like there's no and I don't know what I don't know what WNBA team scouting departments are. I'm, you know, I'm sure they're hamstrung with with financial implications. So it's not as vast and and deep as like an NBA team or other, you know, major, you know, men's professional sports. Um, you know, but do they rely do they actually have scouts who go out and watch the games or or do they sort of rely on like third party entities I wish to I, sort of do I that wish, for them? I wish I knew. I wish I could go. I wish I, wish I, I could too because I think that would be a really interesting thing. You know, to 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 really sort of learn and find out about WNBA teams is, is their ability to sort find, of. We'll find. Let's find. Let's find a lead. Let's find somebody that can tell us. We we'll try to. I'm gonna work on it. Also, yeah. uh, I bet you uh, the um, Sunday, August sixth in Brooklyn, we've got Vegas. Ooh, I know that's a fun one. It's a day game. It's a Sunday Gotta three go. p.m. game. I think that's a. I think that's a mark your calendar. Absolutely, that'll be a fun one. So a lot of good games coming up. I'm excited. Uh, Chris. Yes. The NBA finals are happening as well. Any hot, any hot thoughts or takes on that? Uh, not hot takes. Um, it just seems like if you're playing good defense and you can shoot the three and you can make the three. Make the three. That's all. You're going to win the game. That's all it is. Make the three. Um, the, the one big takeaway that I started realizing actually though, is that, you know, everyone's sort of giving props to Jokic for being this really incredible player. And, and, and the, you know, the stories are like, he doesn't have to score to impact the game. Right. And it, cause his re his rebounding and his passing and his assists and like all those kinds of things and his court vision, blah, 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 blah. blah. And it's true. And I agree with it a hundred percent, but I don't think people are talking about Jimmy Butler in the same way enough. Yeah, it's weird that Butler is like, he has to put up 40 to be recognized. Right. Yeah. And yet he, he's been impacting that game on the exact same way Jokic has been. Hmm. Like he's been, he's been the distributor, assist, ball handling, setting up offenses, running it through him, looking to pass, uh, playing great defense I just on Murray in game I, two. I just love his mid-range. Like I, like I, I, I I feel like, yeah, you, you said the exact, you said the exact right way. If he's not scoring, he's not getting sort of the recognition that I think he deserves. Yeah. It's a, it, it's a really good, that's an astute point. Uh, I think Miami wins this fucking thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think they fucking do it. I just, I like, I wish, I wish Bam was better. He doesn't need to be though. I know he did. Like, that's the thing. He's like, he doesn't need to be. It's almost like you don't want hero to come back. Like this is the gel. This is the glue. <laughs> Yeah. And, and, and and I think this team could like have three out of the next five games. This is what I said when they were going to lose, when I, everyone was like, they're going to lose game seven. I was like, there's no way they're going to shoot like shit for four straight games. And they didn't, they just needed four to do it. And I think that the same thing could be said for like the next, you know, what is it? So there's five more games potentially. I think Mm -hmm. it's just hard for me to believe that they can't have three lights out shooting games in that. And if they do, and maybe, or maybe two and one Jimmy Buckets game, like I really fucking think Miami's going to win this fucking thing. But you can't, you say the same thing about Denver now. Cause I don't fucking, I don't know what's good on their team. Oh, that's interesting. I don't like Jamal and like Aaron Gordon. Like, what are we talking about? Like Braun, Jeff green. Like, I just don't, you know what I mean? I mean, Brown. Yeah. Braun. <laughs> Bron. I mean, here's the thing, though. All right, so like they weren't Denver wasn't out of that game, and they played terrible defense. Yeah, right, and they couldn't shoot. Yeah, they were they were under forty percent for three points for the game. Right, they were struggling big time, and I think they even struggled in the first game too. But they they shot better. Um, and I think, uh, I I think at some point. I mean, it, it, listen, credit Miami because their their defense is, they, they just figure it out, right? And they give teams problems. But Denver, to their point, was just missing a lot of wide open shots and threes. Okay. And I think, they, I think they can make an adjustment. They can. But so, so Miami was, Miami were, I think, eight and a half point underdogs and eight point underdogs the first two games. Yeah. Now, yeah. now they're at home, which might have some difference, but it's two and a half now. Yeah. No, I, I agree. Like it's, it's not, this isn't a four game sweep. Obviously. And I, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know if we ever talked about, it, but I, I didn't necessarily think it was going to be that way. No. Um, I mean, Miami shot almost 50% from threes last game. Yeah. That's a good so point. Here's the thing. Here's the, here's the, here's, I think the general over takeaway is that Miami keeps has to like, and I think you were kind of saying this indirectly is that they have to play 
a, almost a perfect, incredible game every night. Yeah. Denver doesn't because I think their talent is so much better across the board. Um, but they, but like, but then, you know, Miami made a great adjustment and they put Butler on Murray and they basically shut him down. And, and I think they figured out that he's sort of the key to the offense. Right. And they, and Denver's offense went, it just disappeared. Like they didn't know what to do. They couldn't handle it. Right. Right. And so that's what, that's the stuff that gives me, that gives me concerns in this stuff is, is that can they make the the right and proper adjustments or can they just keep firing up threes and, and hopefully they catch you know, they catch some consistency and shoot over 40%. Because if they do that, then they'll probably win the game. I also don't... I, I'm surprised Miami hasn't gone to bully ball yet. They haven't even used what they usually do, which is just frustrate teams into, like, low-scoring games. Yeah, I, I don't think... I don't think they can. It's not that squad. It's not... No, not against Denver. Because Denver, I think, can bully you back. Right? Like, you're not bullying Gordon. Right. You're not bullying Jokic and Murray. Right. And like, you know, Bruce Brown, all those guys are, you know, they're all kind of scrappy and energetic. Like Michael Porter, my thing about what I think maybe their adjustment they need to think of either Michael Porter Jr. Like they should have pulled a hook on him early in, in, in game two because he had no energy. He was lethargic. He couldn't shoot. And they should have been like, listen, our, once they went to the bench and they saw there was so much more energy on those guys and the bench guys, they should have, they should have switched up the rotations better. Yeah. I don't, I'm not, a, never been a big Michael Porter Jr. guy. He was good in game one. Um, also, like they put love on Gordon, and also they they went away from Gordon. Like Gordon can dominate love, still. Like like he, I know he locked him up, or no, that was I think he locked up Porter on that on that one corner possession. But like Gordon, they should still feed Gordon down in the post and let him go to work over love. Because love isn't stopping him down low. Right. I right. No. But that's the thing is like they like Denver had. I thought I think Denver just thought that they could sort of walk through game two. And win, and and they realize that they're going to have to bring a lot more energy. And and I think even their coach said that after the game, and that they're like, if they don't match the intensity that Denver or Miami had, like, the, yeah, they're in trouble. Um, I th- I think on the Kevin Love thing, I made this I made this bold prediction in my fantasy basketball uh, group chat that I uh, am very proud of. I said, if Kevin Love hits more than two plus three pointers, the heat win. Uh, and he hit two three pointers. And yeah. I was right. I, it's yeah. like, if he's, if he's, if he can spread the floor, I think it like makes a difference. It, it was also like, a, I think a thing too with Miami is like, they were so hot to start the game shooting, right? Like, but they were down. They like were down four, early. Four out of six. They were down early. They were like, it seemed like it was a fucking foregone conclusion. Like it did, beginning. but they were hitting threes. And like Vincent was, what is it? He was four for six. Struess ended up being four for ten because he went cold. But I think that's the other thing is like if they Miami starts hot though, and like and I, I think with rhythm and pace and energy and those kinds of things, I think it's a problem for because I don't think Denver can sort of make the comebacks if if they get behind again. I don't know if they're a team that can kind of play from behind. Neither can Miami. So I, I think that's a, I think it's a very important thing is, is sort of to get those sort of big leads and hold on to them. Predictions, Chris. Who wins? Tough now because Miami's at home. Two games, who wins fans. game? That's, who wins the series? I go, let's hear it. Game and series. Beat I'm to still gonna. Fire. I'm still rolling Denver, but I think it's like if if you're putting percentage on it, I'm, it's like fifty-one to forty-nine percent. Like I'm not I'm I'm not as high on Denver now as I as I was prediction, Chris. Denver wins the series. I think they figure it out. Who wins they, game? I three? think they win the series. There's just, I think there's just too much talent across the board for who them to game, not who wins game be able to comp like they who wins to, game or, three? Um, uh, like they can. Who wins? Uh, who wins game three? Maybe Miami. Okay. I'm gonna go reverse on that. I think Denver wins game three. Miami hmm. wins the series. Okay. And we're not gonna. Do, we're we're basically Shannon Sharp and uh, and that other guy right now. Skip. Yeah. Skip. We, we lasted longer than them. We our show lasted longer than Skip. And, we're gonna outlast everybody. I think you're right. <laughs> I think you're right. It's because we don't have the pressure of listenership. You're right. Right. Uh, one <laughs> final. Like each other. One final thing. The last sixty seconds. Uh, I would be remiss. Uh, I think maybe something I need to explore a little bit deeper. Uh, the our uh, our our d- dear friend and 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 radio uh, radio uh, owner, radio platform owner, Bill Bill Schreiber, has been nonstop sending me articles about uh, Antonio Brown and his ownership of the Albany Empire, 
arena football team and every miscue that he has. He's very anti-Antonio Brown for some reason, thinks that I give a shit. But it is, I finally was like succumbed to these constant emails and it is a crazy situation. Uh, he like refuses to talk to other owners. He uh, has, they're on their fourth coach and I think they've played seven games. Oh, that's crazy. And, and uh, he promised to play in the last game and then no-showed. Uh, <laughs> they've won one game. It is a it is a shit show of epic proportions. It'll and the season it's a long season, so I I, I think it's t- time to keep an eye on the Antonio Brown era at the uh, at Albany Empire to see like how disastrous they could, this can uh, end up going. When did he buy this team? I think last year. I, exactly, you didn't even know, right? Like no one yeah. does because no one no. gives a fuck about Albany Arena football teams except for Bill Schreiber. But there or we Antonio are. Antonio Brown for that matter anymore. Well, I mean, he's got it. He, yeah, right, exactly. Like, let's just move on, all right? I'm, yeah. I'm already. I'm wearing my Yeezys. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I I can't say that I'm uh, shocked by any of these uh, these these crazy. Manic, I'll, start send, uh, I'll start sending you some of these whatever Albany Times Tribune articles that actually firewall you for no reason, but please. like. I, yeah. I don't I don't I won't read anything. <laughs> no, but there's a story in there and the funny part is that uh, we can close on this. Uh in one of the articles uh they accidentally published Antonio Brown's personal email address. So uh per- Bill said I'm maybe sure we should did. ask him to get we could totally we, accidental. We could email him and see if he could uh, come on the show <laughs> explain himself. Nope. No thanks. All right, Chris. Have yep. a have a great week. Listeners have a great week. Uh that's it. Okay, bye. Okay, bye.